You're cruising down the highway, windows rolled down, tunes blasting from the radio. You're in the zone and living the dream. Suddenly, your car sputters, coughs, and throws a wrench in your whole day. Tow trucks, repair bills, the dream turns into a nightmare. Don't wait until car trouble steals your peace of mind. Visit CarShield now at carshield.com carlson. For nearly 20 years, CarShield has helped millions of drivers avoid the stress of major repairs. They offer plans covering up to 5,000 parts and systems, from your engine and transmission to electronics and more, all for a low monthly rate that fits your budget. CarShield plans also include unlimited miles, 24-7 roadside assistance, and rental options. Get peace of mind now. Visit CarShield online at carshield.com slash carlson. Join millions of customers and contact CarShield now to save 20%. Visit carshield.com slash carlson. That's carshield.com slash carlson. Visit now. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its free fall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD, to 65532. Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Wednesday, October 25th, 2023. Stand up for your country. I told you so. I told you that the speaker thing would work itself out. Um, now we have a new one, Mike Johnson, Republican, of course, from Louisiana. He got 220 votes, um, so he's a new speaker. And right away, the left-wing press, and I'm going to get into this more tomorrow because I got so much to tell you about tonight. They're hammering uh, Johnson about uh, election 2020. You know, it never ends. We have Senator Ron Johnson, no relation to Mike Johnson, going to analyze this and a few other things. Um, there's also a media display um, about the Donald Trump legal matter, and that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So as we reported yesterday, Jenna Ellis, former Trump attorney, uh, pleaded guilty to a felony count in Georgia of aiding and abetting false statements in writing. And basically what uh, Miss. Uh, Ellis uh, admitted to doing was uh, telling Georgia um, elected officials false things to try to stop the electoral college certification of the presidential election. And that's what she did. Okay. So she got in trouble because the millions of people 
who were in the fraudulent election camp, and this holds to this day, believe what they want to believe, led by their leader, Donald Trump, who wanted to believe the election was a fraud. Still, to this day, he wants to believe that. And he has a perfect right to believe that. And so do the people who support that. You have a perfect right to believe that the election was a fraud. But you can't say it's true. You see, there's a difference between belief and truth. Under the Constitution, you can have all kinds of beliefs. But if you're going to make direct accusations that a presidential election was a fraud, you got to be able to back it up, particularly if you try to influence people to change that election. Are you with me now? So Donald Trump cannot be charged with believing the election was not honest. Can't be charged with that. He can be charged and has been with trying to interfere. And that that is a fuzzy word, interfere. You gotta you gotta prove it's true. So all day yesterday and early this morning, I had to go through the Mark Meadows situation. Mark Meadows, as you remember, was the White House Chief of Staff under Trump 21 and 20. He was in there uh, less than two years, but a very influential man at the time. All right, he's a former congressman from North Carolina, uh, 64 years old, and I really have never met him, but I thought he did a competent job. Now, he was charged with this similar charges to Jenna Ellis. He made a deal. The government's not going to prosecute him, all right, and then he'll tell the government everything that he knows about this Georgia situation, okay, and other situations. That's the deal. He can say anything he wants about Donald Trump, Mark Meadows. I mean, the the media uses the word flip and this and that, but it's all hearsay unless he can prove it because Trump's going to deny it. You can't, Meadows has got to have more now, in this country, with due press process blowing up, press didn't care about that. Not one whit. They've already convicted Trump. The liberal press has already convicted him. And they want to, because that's what they want to believe. It's the same thing in a reverse cycle. But as far as the legal ramifications of this, Mark Meadows goes in and says, well, I told Donald Trump that it was uh, not a fraudulent election. I told Donald Trump it was not a fraudulent election. I told him it wasn't. And the reason I said that was because I have asked all the principals, and I did, and you know that because you follow me. All right, let's see what you got. They had nothing. It's exactly the same that cost Fox News a billion dollars. So they ran around saying that the voting machines are fraudulent, and they weren't. Or if they were... Nobody can come up with any kind of evidence to prove it. You can't do that. So when I'm listening to all this flipping and flopping and this one and that one, it's all BS. But the press loves it. They love it. They want to destroy Trump. Now, here's what I said on News Nation last night with Chris Cuomo. Go. How big a deal is it to you if Meadows and three of the attorneys go bad on Trump uh, how would they go bad? By making assertions that he knew what uh, he was promoting was false 
and that he either through them directly or indirectly uh, tried to manipulate public officials uh, to serve his cause. Well, I'm not going to speculate on that. Why would I do that? That would be irresponsible. If somebody has proof that Donald Trump did what Jenna Ellis did, tried to dissuade somebody from certifying an electoral vote, and they bring in hard evidence to show that Trump did it, then Trump's going to get convicted. Because elections don't work on hard evidence. Uh, they work on feelings more than facts, and speculation is the name of the game. Well, then he's uh, not going to get convicted. Right. If, if emotion is, and that's what it's all about right now. Right now. Things could change. So the point of the matter is that, and I've said this probably too much, I'm probably too repetitive in this area. Due process in America does not exist anymore, which is why I wrote Killing the Witches. The cancel culture has obliterated it, and the media is gleeful about that. Whatever the media wants, the media is going to try to get. They don't care. You just heard Cuomo admit it. Oh, elections, it's all about emotion. All right, but you don't convict people of a crime based on emotion. Now, Ms. Ellis admitted what, that she did it. Trump's not going to do that. All right, that's the memo. Hollywood is under siege, covertly compromised by a global adversary. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream to the world is now making nightmares a reality. The American way of life is being censored by the Chinese Communist Party. Some films have scenes completely altered. Other films have lost their funding or been canceled altogether. Some actors have been banned from China for supporting human rights. Hollywood Takeover is a documentary brought to you by the Epoch Times, revealing how the CCP has infiltrated major movie studios. Join Chris Fenton, a former Hollywood executive, and Tiffany Meyer, an investigative news reporter, through their journey in exposing how the film industry gradually lost its integrity on its path to profits. Don't miss the most important documentary ever made about Hollywood. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free on HollywoodTakeover.com slash Bill. That's HollywoodTakeover.com slash B-I-L-L. Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield Warranty, you are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield when an issue arises, and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry, be warranty. For 20% off plans, visit ahs.com slash bill. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Um, Joe Biden, a busy day uh, for once. It was Australia Day in uh, Washington, D.C., um, and the Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, and his girlfriend, Jody Hayden. I don't know much about the Australian uh, government. It's pretty far away. When I visited, I had a great time there. Um, but, uh, you know, they had a press conference, and it was 
There was one very disturbing to me, part of the press conference I'm going to play tomorrow because I got to research the reporter who did it. I never saw her before. Before I go into it, I want to research the woman. But it was pretty outrageous what she did. But Biden, you know, he didn't really have anything new to say. Uh, it just he didn't know how to call on people, the usual fuzziness, but nothing of note. Now, there's a big dog and pony state dinner tonight. This is a good story. And there are 300 people involved, which is costing you and me, the taxpayer, I don't know, about $300,000 to put the state dinner on for the Australian prime minister. Okay, they all do it. Um, But the guest list is secret. It's the secret guest list. Why? We're paying for the dinner. I'd like to know who's eating on my dime. Why is it secret? All right, so we do know that the vice president and her husband will be there, and then some Australian athletes will be there, and the band, the B-52s, will be there. This is a really interesting story. If you don't know the B-52s, here they are. Well, that looks like the state dinner tonight, right? So they were supposed to perform the B-52s and do Love Shack and a few of their other hits, Rock Lobster or whatever. But they're not. Nobody knows why but me. You know why they're not performing? Because they're big trans people. That band has backed all of that trans stuff. And the White House went, hmm, maybe not. The band is still going to the dinner. Maybe they'll sit with Hunter. I don't know. I, I would doubt Hunter will be there, but Biden's a pretty arrogant. So we'll tell you tomorrow who shows up. But that's why the B-52s got deep six from uh, reporting, because they didn't want that trans stuff coming back to hurt the Biden administration. Uh, Australia, by the way, a very good ally, and we need them. Uh, with China, Japan and Australia, we need them and South Korea, of course. Okay, Joe Biden uh, been busy spending our money uh, in addition to the big dinner tonight. Um, Last 2023 fiscal year just end. The government goes October to October. Wait, ready? The Biden administration spent six point one three trillion dollars. Record. Nobody's ever come close. Okay, the government took in four trillion four hundred forty-four million. Two million deficit in the hole. Now Biden goes out and says, "I'm the deficit cutter." Remember that? How many sound bites? I'll play one for tomorrow. Okay, I'm the deficit. I cut the deficit. Record deficit. What does he care? Biden doesn't care. He's going to be dead by the time this comes back to collapse the U.S. economy. It's not going to happen overnight, but it'll happen unless Congress passes a balanced budget amendment and there's not one Democrat in the country who vote for that. Not one. So Biden just spends and spends and spends and spends. And a lot of it's just wasted. 
Doesn't go anywhere. Doesn't do anything. But why does he care? He's, he has to buy votes. Democratic Party has to buy as many votes as they can to even be competitive next November. Okay, we went over the House Speaker thing uh, again. Uh, Mike Johnson, uh, Louisiana, Steve Scalise is from Louisiana, and Johnson, conservative man. Um, I think Trump did endorse him, uh, and that was big. Um, so I want a guy who uh, give me a perspective on a whole bunch of stuff. And uh, fortunately, we have forged a nice relationship with Senator Ron Johnson from uh, Wisconsin, swing state. And he joins us now uh, from Washington. He is a permanent, he's a member, a ranking member on the Senate Permanent Subcommittee on Investigations, which is, of course, you know, the Bidens and their finances. First of all, reaction to the new House Speaker. Well, Bill, well, I'm glad they do have a speaker now. Uh, I figured they'd eventually sort it out. It uh, took a little while, but uh, now they have a speaker. Uh, I would say the problems in the House really have not set us back at all because, you know, we're we're still uh, here, you know, fiddling like Nero as Rowan Burns here in the Senate. We're not exactly the rocket docket, so we're not passing anything. We're barely voting on, on a minibus appropriation bill, starting to vote on some amendments. So, Again, it was it was messy. Uh, it, was, it was somewhat unfortunate, but it looks like they found a cons consensus pick. And I'm looking forward to uh, working with the new speaker to start addressing the very serious challenges facing this nation. All right. He's not your little brother or anything, right? Do you know no. him at all? Do you know him? No, I haven't haven't worked with the, the speaker. Uh, I've seen him do questioning and hearings. Seems very intelligent, very articulate. Uh, obviously, he was consensus picked by the House. So I've, I've got confidence in my uh, Republican uh, colleagues in the House who have picked a good good man. Okay. Um, one of the first things that's going to come up is the spending to keep the government open, the same old merry-go-round that you guys are always on every two or three months. Israel, Biden wants to give Israel an enormous amount of money. Would you vote yes for that? Well, right now the, the debate is, do we do this as a big package where we include, you know, three or four different elements? Uh, I think it's pretty strong consensus within our conference, the Republican conference, to treat Israel separately. Uh, there's strong bipartisan support. It would pass almost overwhelmingly, almost unanimously in the Senate, probably in the House as well. You know, we don't know where this thing is going. You know, if, if it's strictly uh, limited to Gaza, there's a certain level of uh, support that you need to provide Israel. If, if there's a northern front that opens up with Hezbollah, you know, it, really, it's uh, Katie bar the door. Uh, we're seeing uh, drone attacks on U.S. Uh, you know, bases where U.S. personnel are. We just got word from the administration. Some U.S. Uh, service members were uh, injured, for, you know, fortunately, slightly injured. They're, they're all back on duty, apparently, uh, in a drone attack, I believe, in a Syrian base. So we don't know what's going to happen when, you know, Israel finally starts to ground attack into, uh, into Gaza. No, nobody knows. But you may be looking at something completely different here. You're generally favorable to funding uh, Israel and giving them American taxpayer dollars so they could defend themselves. Would that be inaccurate? I, uh, yes, I, I think the vast majority of members of Congress are Democrat and Republican. Okay. And I wouldn't so let's not that. mess it up with the controversial items. All right. Now, Ukraine, um, if the United States were to stop funding it, Putin would win uh, because the only thing keeping Putin at bay are American weapons and money flowing into that country, which is historically corrupt, as you know. Um, what about Ukraine? Well, whether you agree or disagree with more support for Ukraine, it's, it's more controversial. And certainly there are an awful lot of uh, Americans who are wondering 
why Biden is more concerned about Ukraine's border than our own southern border. So this might be an opportunity when you have now Hamas the two day, days of rage, the, the potential of uh, terrorists coming across the southern border. You know, there will be a big effort to attach true border security to any uh, aid package to Ukraine. I think yeah. most Americans, most members of Congress, highly sympathetic with the people, the courageous people of Ukraine. Uh, but we're also very sympathetic with Americans. The drug trafficking, the terror. Yeah, everybody knows the problem. Right. Now, the polls show that the vast majority of Americans, 70 percent, um, don't want the open border. They think this migrant uh, invasion is bad for the country. Yet Biden won't do anything to stop it. So the prevailing wisdom on the right is that Biden's a captive to the far left progressive money men. All right. That fund his campaign. And I, I don't know whether you saw it, but we laid that out last week. Jeffrey Katzenberg is in charge of all the fundraising. He's a big Hollywood mogul. Soros is pumping money in there. A whole bunch of other Steve Jobs widow. Massive amounts of money going into the Biden campaign. So Biden's not going to do anything to alienate that far left money. That's why he's ignoring the border totally. Do you buy that? I don't know what his motives, but he's absolutely for an open border. And his Democrat uh, uh, henchmen in the Senate and the House are completely backing him up. Uh, so we need to secure our border. Uh, as I said, when Hamas is calling for days of rage, 1.7 million known Godaways. We don't know who these people are, but you think there might be a terrorist or two included in that. So uh, what Biden has asked for in, in his supplemental package is something like $13 billion for what they call border security it's not border security it's going to actually increase illegal yeah, to get more people in and process. More rapid dispersion right yeah you know yeah. it's a joke so this will be the one opportunity where where we can withhold cloture on the overall package split out support for israel uh, and demand a real debate and real border security being passed all right so let me just recoup it's a little complicated one, Israel should be a part because that is an ongoing, urgent situation to protect the Israeli people. You support the American dollar going over to help that. Two, Ukraine and the border should be tied in. If you're going to uh, continue funding Ukraine, then the Biden administration has to seal up the border. Do I have it right? Yeah, and again, that's the only way we're going to get real no, I, I agree. I mean, the guy is... I, I don't know how anybody could vote for Joe Biden. And I mean that in a non-ideological way. I mean, the man is just unbelievable. I'm coming at it from a historian's point of view. I know how these presidents perform. All right, final thing is you by, are- By the way, Bill, let, Bill let, let, let me just add, there are ways of tying this with metrics. So you can, you, if, if, if Ukraine needs funding sooner, we can start doing it in tranches based on metrics of actually securing the border. You know, watching the number of illegals come down, watching him implement return to Mexico, watching him, uh, you know, or demanding that he institute a, a much higher standard than credible fear. So there's there's ways of doing this intelligently. Sure. Trump did it. I mean, he did it. Oh, yeah. Remain in Mexico. You know how to do it. Yeah. I mean, he did it. Okay. Final question. Subcommittee on investigations. You're on that committee. Hunter Biden, Joe Biden. All right. So we had a little bit of a headline that Jim Biden wrote a check to his brother, Joe Biden, for 200000 
uh, soon after Joe Biden left the vice presidency. But now we hear that was a repayment of a loan, which wouldn't be a smoking gun. So if Joe lent Jim 200K and then Jim's just paying it back, that's not illegal. However, this has been shrouded now, the Hunter Biden thing, by the chaos in the House. Can you give my audience tonight any semblance of where this investigation is heading? Well, first of all, Joe Biden should show the loan document between himself and his brother. You know, loaning somebody 20 bucks is different than 200,000. Uh, so, you know, the, the House has to subpoena, and they are subpoenaing, all of the Biden family bank records. You know, Senator Grassley and I, we, we show the money flowing in from so foreign sources into the labyrinth of companies designed to money launder under Hunter Biden, but we didn't have the subpoena power at the time, didn't have the time to, you know, track down all of the other bank accounts for the Bidens, you know, where it went into. Where does Joe have his bank accounts? I mean, all, all right, in America. So this, some this is Island, active. So that's the real. And you feel, because last time you were on a program, you said it's not going to end well for President Biden. You still believe that? Oh, I, I don't think so. I mean, we're, J James Comer, uh, they're doing a great job of filling in the, the, the puzzle pieces, and it just looks more, well, and, more okay. and more corrupt. Uh, one thing, and I mentioned this to you in the summer when we spoke, um, yesterday, the U.S. attorney in California, Estrada, testified in front of Jordan's committee, but it was secret behind closed doors. Still haven't gotten anything there. If you get something and you want to tell my audience, I'm happy to have you. OK, I'd love to know what that is. But more importantly, in my independent investigation is um, Graves, the U.S. attorney in D.C., who refused to cooperate with Weiss in Delaware, as did Estrada. They refused to cooperate. No matter what Merrick Garland says, he's not telling the truth. Those two men would not cooperate. Graves' wife, Fatima Graves, has visited the White House 28 times. Her husband sits a few doors down in the Justice Department from Merrick Garland. So, I mean, I'd like to hear why Fatima is in that White House 28 times. I don't know about you, but I would really like to when her husband's up to his neck in this kind of th investigation. It's a very small, corrupt world within the Democratic elites. And I mean, l let's face it, the fact of the matter that these individuals working collectively and in, in harmony allowed the statute of limitations to expire on the most serious tax evasion charges. You know, Chairman Wyman is always talking about wealthy tax cheats. Well, they've, they've got the, the son of their, their president of their party, a wealthy tax sheet. And now we're finding out that, uh, again, they're getting supposedly loans from a rich yeah. lawyer. It's rotten. To pay, to pay off the, again, it's just corrupt. It's obviously corrupt. It's just not obvious to the mainstream media. But the big one is, did President Biden derive money from his son's grifting? That's it. Senator Johnson, thanks very much. We look forward to talking to you again soon. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has a 
over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's ARKseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. ArcSeedKits.com. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day, and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before, and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Uh, Harris Poll. Um, interesting. Uh, 2,116 registered voters, Democrat 38, Republican 35, Independent 23. Fair. First question, do you approve or disapprove of the job Joe Biden's doing? Approve 44, disapprove 53. Second question, if the 24 election were held today between Trump and Biden, who would you vote for? Trump 46, Biden 41, unsure 14. Third question, what would you say are the most important issues facing the country? Inflation price increases 32, told you. I told you that's going to be the big one. Immigration 27, very people are concerned. Economy and jobs 24. There's a story you'll hear nowhere else, and I like doing these stories because you, you, my viewer and listener on the radio, deserve to know this information. So Kentucky is run by a Democratic governor. His name is Andy Brescher. During COVID, Brescher let out a whole bunch of criminals, all right? 1,700 out of prison. Goodbye, you don't have to serve your term, see you, because of COVID. 50% of those released, 50% have committed felonies and been caught. 50%. 70% have been caught committing crimes. So the other 20 would be misdemeanors. Hey, Andy, man, is that, you think that's smart? Here's what Andy said, quote, I believe the last round of commutations was fairly successful at getting people back in society, making sure they are healthy, and we are looking to do more of that. Oh, hey, if I'm in Kentucky, I'm, I don't feel safe, Andy. You let them out, COVID, and now they're committing crimes again. Think that's good, Andy? Oregon. Is it the most liberal state in the union? No. California is that. Oregon's second. New York is third. Illinois fourth, or maybe Illinois third. New York fourth. They're all about the same. So Oregon now says to its kids in high school, you don't have to know anything. We'll give you a diploma. All right. You don't have to demonstrate proficiency in reading, writing, or math. No more tests. You just get that diploma. Okay. Same old soft bigotry. Here's the statement. Standard tests were a harmful hurdle for historically marginalized students, a misuse of state testing, and did not translate to meaningful improvements in students post-high school success. So if you are a uh, marginalized student, which means a minority, you can't perform on a test. We're going to knock it out. How bigoted is that? 
I taught kids in high school. There were no, and they were marginalized kids. I mean, he was, these were kids whose parents had to flee Cuba. These were kids whose uh, ancestors were slaves. Their intellect was at the par of the white kids. All right, they just had to be disciplined and motivated, which I did. Oh, I hate that. Halloween, New Jersey. Some people say it's always Halloween in New Jersey, but I don't think that's fair. Um, the progressive nuts run the school uh, system in South Orange and Maplewood, and they banned Halloween. Here, here is the assistant superintendent for access and equity in that district, Kevin Gilbert. Go. Came down to three important questions. One uh, is celebrating having in-school Halloween celebrations. Do they put an undue financial burden on some families? Uh, second question is by having school sponsored or in during school time Halloween celebrations. Uh, are we taking away the dignity of some people based on their cultural and religious backgrounds? And what I say is that the answer to those two questions are yes and yes. So no Halloween because uh, we take away people's dignity. <clears throat> this is the progressive left. Totalitarianism. Meta. All right, so Meta, uh, well, this is Facebook, Instagram, they're suing. 42 attorneys general suing Meta, saying that they purposely devised stuff on Facebook and Instagram to addict children. Wow. The quote from the federal lawsuit says Meta designed its Facebook and Instagram products to keep young users on them longer and repeatedly coming back. Meta did this via the design of its algorithms copious alerts, notifications, so-called infinite scroll through platform feeds. Now, remember, in Britain, they have banned uh, all cell phones in public schools. We're starting to get to that here. And I do believe that many, many children are addicted to the Internet, which is going to harm them dramatically in their lives. Smart life. So we do this every year. There are 350 million Americans right now, counting all the migrants. All of them deal with money. You have to if you want to live. There are a myriad of ways that you can lose track of money. There is a website designed, and it's easy for you to find out if there's any money that you should get anywhere. Missingmoney.com. That's it. Missingmoney.com. Now, every year I do it. Every year I get letters thanking me because people find money. So if you got a spare 10 minutes, go to missingmoney.com and maybe you'll get some money. Smart life, right? Say in history, October 25th, 1964, the Rolling Stones appear on the Ed Sullivan Show. Now, a lot of the younger people don't know what Ed Sullivan Show was. It was a mammoth entertainment vehicle back in the 50s and 60s. Sunday night, Ed Sullivan, 
a man with no talent, who could barely speak, who was a columnist for a New York City newspaper. He was a big shot in New York City where the Ed Sullivan show was presented. It was live. Okay. And they had uh, puppets and acrobats and pop singers, Elvis, Beatles, you know, the deal. So 59 years ago, the Stones made their first appearance. Go. All right, so that was your debut in America, and uh, 200 million albums later, 200 million albums they sold, okay? I've sold about 20 million books, so they sold 10 times more records than I sold books. Anyway, uh, Mick Jagger is worth $500 million, and so is Keith Richards. They write the songs, Jagger and Richards, Okay. Charlie Watts, recently deceased, worth $250 million as a state. Ronnie Wood, $200 million. Um, these guys are unbelievably wealthy, and they put out a new album last week. Where if you go on Spotify, you can hear it. Or I don't even know what that is. But Jagger lives in New York City. Richard lives in Connecticut. Ronnie Wood lives in England. Bill Wyman retired. He's 87 years old. Wow. He lives in England. And the uh, founder of the band, Brian Jones, uh, died in July 1969 at age 27. He was stoned on some kind of drug, and he drowned in his swimming pool. All right, this day in history. Mail segment, uh, pretty rollicking. And then a final thought, back in a moment. All right, let's go to the mail. Lauren Patrick, Boca Raton, Florida. O'Reilly, thank you for your coverage on Israel. I feel so hated by the media as a Jewish American. Thank you for making me feel understood. I've always been a fan, but now you are basically my hero. Well, I appreciate that, Lauren, but you might, some perspective for you, okay? 70% of Americans support Israel. Uh, That's a big number, 70% according to polls. Number two, the media always does the negative thing, always. And the progressive far left hates Israel. So you combine the two, and that's why you're getting what you're getting. Number three, there is anti-Semitism. There is. There's no doubt about it. But most Americans, particularly Christians, really despise that. So I'm glad you're watching, Lauren. Uh, I hope that is a little bit of comfort. Kathleen Concierge, remember, I believe any person in Congress who spews hatred and defends Hamas should be ousted from office. There's no mechanism for that. I mean, you can't just oust somebody from Congress. They have to be voted out by their constituents or violate the law. You can't just kick them out. Um, Vit Sochidal, Vancouver, Canada. Hey, Bill, in today's memo, you said Israel must comply with the Geneva Convention if they enter the terrorist-infested Gaza. 
I do not think that Hamas savages bother to comply with the convention while murdering civilians. But I don't understand the letter. You're not saying that Israel should act like Hamas did. I know you're not. You're a longtime uh, uh, watcher of this program. I know you're not saying that. You don't sink to that level. You've got to maintain your righteousness. Now, 100% Israel has to destroy Hamas. But it should be done surgically. Read Killing the Killers. We did it. The United States did it with Al-Qaeda and ISIS. It can be done. Rebecca Lopez, Anaheim, California. I have a straightforward question. What really happened when the Israelis took back their land in 1948? The UN voted to give the Jewish people a homeland in Palestine. Their boundaries were formed so that all of the displaced Jewish people in Europe and Russia, remember, Russia persecuted Jews too, Stalin, right, Soviet Union. So they had nowhere to go. So the United Nations, because Palestine is the holy land where Jews emanated from, they carved it out. And as soon as that was done, President Truman recognized the state of Israel. That is the story. Molly Concierge, remember tonight you mentioned Joe Biden's age and disorder. In my opinion, Trump has the same issues. Be 78 and he has all the legal situation and um, the absence of his wife and daughter on his circuit. You keep reporting that Trump is a populist. So why doesn't he run as a populist, not as a Republican? Because most Republicans support Donald Trump. So why would he do that? But he's not a doctrinaire Republican, but it, most Republicans support him. You run on a ticket. And as far as his cognitive ability is concerned, that's up to you. It's up to you, up to the voter. Tommy Bergeron, Homa, Louisiana, outside of New Orleans. Matt Gates reminds me of a little kid at the ballpark who didn't like the game, uh, so he took his ball home and nobody else was able to play. All right. <laughs> you know. Joseph Giacomo, Mount Laurel, New Jersey, Speaker McCarthy was booted because he didn't keep his word. He agreed that he would not allow the Biden administration to continue bankrupting the country. Okay, but you have to get enough votes to accomplish that. And with the Senate being controlled by Democrats, that wasn't going to happen. You got to be realistic. Got to be know where you are. Jerry Grohn, Libertyville, Illinois. I watched the Exodus movie and read the book. Thank you, O'Reilly, for the recommendation. I now understand a lot better the issue in the Middle East. Okay? That is, in my opinion, the best way to go. Movie and book. All right, I want you to go to uh, BillOReilly.com store. Last three days for the Fall Madness Bundle. Killing the Legends, Killing the Killers. Vital to read now if you want to understand what's going on in the Middle East. And any mug of your choice for tour... $42.95. Get a jump start on the holiday gift giving. Next week, I'm going to announce on Wednesday after Halloween, one of the best gift giving things I've ever done. That'll be Wednesday, but get the fall bundle here. Um, where do they not be unctuous? U-N-C-T-U-O-U-S. Hard to spell. Unctuous, but we don't want you to be that. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. 
Name in town if you wish to opine. Back with a final thought that will disturb you. All right, here is the final thought of the day. So every day I write a message on BillOReilly.com. You don't have to be a premium or concierge member. You can just go there and get it. Free. My Sunday columns, free. A lot of the stuff we have on BillOReilly.com, free. If you are a concierge or premium member, you get more services and a free book and big discounts. All right? But if you don't want to do that, we understand. You can go and read the message, today's message. And listen to this. 36% of New York City school children are truant. They don't show up. 36%. More than one in three. Who's doing anything about it? No one. Did you know that stat? No. Teachers union? Don't care. Governor? Don't care. Mayor? Yeah. 36%. So what happens? Well, these children will grow into adults. And they'll go into the underclass because they don't know anything. They cannot make a living. Covered with tattoos, cannot speak without eight obscenities in each sentence. They don't even know what a sentence is. Barely can you understand what they're saying. Impossible for them to make a legitimate living. Crime. These are the young people in the drug gangs who will kill you with a blink of an eye. No limit. Sell fentanyl? No problem. We'll do it. 36% don't go to school. What do you think is going to happen? And unfortunately, we will meet up with some of those kids in our lives. And it's not going to be nice for us. Because they live in a totally different world. A lawless world where they're desperate. Now, what kind of a parent would allow his or her child not go to school? Substance abusers, derelict parents, parents who don't care at all, abusive parents. It's not entirely the kid's fault, but there's no mechanism at all, none, to deal with this. None. It's coming. 36% New York City. And I submit to you, the other cities, just as bad. Okay, on that happy note, cheery note, right? Uh, I want to thank all of you for watching and listening to the No Spin News. I believe it is the best news service in the country right now. You can reach me at Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com, name in town if you wish to opine. We will see you tomorrow.